just yesterday I was looking for somebody. So there's a company that wants to hire us to do a job for them, uh, corporate photography. And they want the job done in two towns at the same time. And oh boy. you understand. And our team is only based in Ventuk. And our team is literally going to be occupied in Ventuk yeah. only. So then it, it gives that challenge. Whereas now I've, I've been looking for somebody. I've been making calls, literally just calls asking about, okay, so how can I, how can I do like get somebody to come in and yeah. have that sort of expertise that I'm looking for, that kind of work and that kind of quality, that kind of work ethic and the kind of quality that I'm looking for and that, can, yeah. that the client can appreciate. Hello and welcome to the Broad Mindset Podcast. Your host is me, Asteria Ambatapirola. I'm so excited to finally be broadcasting this show and hosting it all the way from Milan, Italy. Join me along with me together with an exclusive list of guests who are thought leaders, academics, creators, entrepreneurs, and scientists, all starting us off from the Namibian landscape. What are we talking about? Everything as it pertains to doing things better and mentally elevated to bring forth the best versions of ourselves in their respective industries. So listen along and hit the subscribe button or simply share an episode that deeply resonated with you. Speak soon. Ciao. Welcome to the Growth Mindset Podcast. Um, I'm your host for today, Asteria. And uh, we're going to start off with you obviously introducing yourself and telling us why you're here, how you got into the position that you are, um, what it is that you do, and basically just everything that's relevant. So thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Um, my name is Connors, Connors Hanok, and I'm the co-founder and creative director of Cathy Media Group. And what Cathy Media Group is, is just a media and marketing agency based in Ventus, Namibia, that specializes in content creation in terms of photography, videography, graphic design, and social media. So our content is centered around social media in the sense that we work with individuals, creative professionals, and companies alike. Okay, perfect. So one of the reasons why this show was created, and it's in the name, Growth Mindset Podcast, um, yeah. I've become quite interested in terms of what makes individuals to propel, to excel, you know, to push, to keep pushing the, the envelope, to keep evolving. Not everybody, not, not everybody comes to that level of actually wanting to do better or wanting to go after bigger things. And yeah. This can be argued from various aspects, but it starts with a mindset. It starts with yeah. um, a mindset of obviously wanting to get out of the comfort zone and do better. So yeah. given that, um, that's really what has birthed this, uh, this podcast and having to prioritize as well the narrative around what does that look like for each individual in their respective industries? And I think you, have, you may have seen this already, um, some of the people that I've invited. It's a, a varied combination of people that, are gonna be, that I'm going to be honored, really honored to be speaking to, to just understand what is their driving force? What makes you different? Why is the next person next to you not, 
not so motivated, for example, um, keeping it very simplistically, to achieve or to go further in, in terms of what, what it is they're doing. And yeah, anyway, without having to spend so much time on that, um, the next point or the next conversation point um, was regards to the, your strengths. What strengths were you able to capitalize on to propel what it is that you're doing, your brand, and working with your clients? What, the, what was the one thing that kept you going? Perhaps you can expand on that. Okay, so I'm going to get into how I started and how I continued actually from starting and how I got to where I am now moving forward. So initially, Cassie Media Group just started with my idea. If I have to go back to what I started with, my entrepreneurial journey started with a clothing brand, which we branded Cassie Clothing at the time. And that was eight years ago. I was still in high school at the time. And we just, uh, we used to see a lot of these well-branded items in the shops where we used to go. And there was this one specific brand that really stood out for us. And it was really hyped at the time and it was for the youth. So they were making uh, clothes items, t-shirts, and uh, check suits, jackets, sweaters, and all this stuff. That was branded with a uh, flop printing, which is like this hairy material. So we were very fascinated by the idea. And I told my cousin, you know what? How about we get into this market and then just disrupt it for the local clothing brand scene? You know, see how far it goes. And then we got into it and we started doing this thing. And we came up with very specifically unique designs, very different from what everybody else was doing and we branded them in Flock. So at the time it was very it was a challenge because Flock was a very expensive material and now you're trying to go up against these big brands like Redbed for instance that is a sports teams brand that is internationally renowned and it's from South Africa. So we decided okay let's try to disrupt the local market and we did it. So most most of the brands locally started copying us and they started asking us, okay, so where did you guys get this idea from? And where are you guys getting your material? But when we got into it, nobody wanted to do it because of how expensive the flock was. And yeah, yeah, so most of the guys started coming to us. They started asking for us ideas and how we could help them. Initially, later, people started asking us, other clothing brand owners started saying if we could help manage their brands, you know, help market them. Because now, not only were we making good sales, but... Uh, celebrities were also now starting to ask questions like, okay, so nobody knew the faces behind our brand. They just knew the brand until we decided to come public. Now we came public and then they were like, okay, you know what? So you are the guys behind this thing, but you guys are so young. Now how are you guys really fostering this market and making these things happen? And we started to just a drive of being different. And I think that's the one thing that led to Cassie Media Group as well. So in 2017, my cousin was my business partner at the time, also said, you know what, I think we should venture into media. Uh, I've been researching this thing and it looks, it looks very promising in the future, in the near future. So if we get into it now, a few years down the line, we might actually be the go-to people, if not the best at it at the time. So 
we got into it literally in 2017, February 2017, we started Kasi Media Group under an investment company which called what was just called Kasi Investments Group. And yeah, you know what to say, the rest is history. Basically, we didn't really focus too yeah. much on branding. We didn't focus too much on branding and marketing. We were just focused on evolving, like just take it one step at a time, start with photography, just see how we can help people better, give them better quality service and better quality product in our photography. And then a year after that, we decided to venture into graphics. And then we brought in graphics. My cousin started um, doing graphics at an early age, so he had a background in that. So we decided, okay, let's do this. Instead of just for our own stuff, let's do it for clients as well. And we started onboarding clients, some of which came on as monthly clients. We started doing a subscription list where we helped them out in terms of their marketing and their social media. And Instagram at the time was also becoming very popular. So we decided to center it around that. So basically with us, I think it just, it's just a thing of necessity. We just evolved into what was already there. We didn't really start anything new. We just found a way to implement it in our local market. And by local market, I mean in the Namibian market. So, and you know, with, with people on social media as well, people, people are watching. That's what I always keep telling my, my folks my team as yeah. well, like people are watching. So whatever you do, do it in a specific way that yes, you know what you're doing, but also try to be the very best at it. In yeah. the sense that every everything you put out must be of top quality and people are gonna see that. So when people see that they're always gonna come back and ask or book you or want to work with you. And yeah, it's been it's been a very long journey. I believe uh, it's five years, five and a half years now. Uh, next year it's gonna be six years. So we've just been hitting milestone after milestone. We started off just the two of us. Uh, today we are a team of seven. Uh, God yeah. willing, we want to just grow it into a bigger brand. And yeah, but all in all, uh, our strength, I think, is just focusing on quality work all the time, uh, just trying yeah. to do better than we did last time, you know, giving a quality customer experience, you know, and just, yeah, improving on everything that we've done basically in the past. Yeah, and that's quite interesting because um, you said trying to do things, and that, and I think you, for, for any person that knows me, wanting to do things better it's not something particularly that everybody um, prioritizes. Now, most people are okay with the fact that, look, I, I gave it a shot at this thing. Like, for example, the industry that you're operating in, there are a lot of photographers. But the bigger question is, what, what qualities makes a person stand out? And if you identify those qualities, then why is it that the next person isn't able to see that, look, I, if I do this, I can, I can, I can excel as well, or I can stand out 10 times more. Um, and that's really why, um, why this is happening, why this podcast is happening. Never in a million years did I think that I would be at this stage, but I feel like there are a lot of conversations within the country, in Namibia now that is, that aren't being prioritized. Quality for one, 
um, customer service for one. There's so, so many things that we can go down the line. And, you know, using um, the medium, for example, using radio to communicate certain things, it's just not so, so effective because you can't share that as a link, for example. You can, yeah. So all of these things that you're saying, it's, you just, you, you kept, you kept it moving. To keep it in layman's terms, you kept it moving. Yes. You saw that there was a gap within content creation. You forecasted that this is going to take off. And that ability, that's what, that's what, that's what, um, what differentiates, differentiates, oh my God, what? <laughs> differentiates one person from the next. <laughs> so, yeah. And, uh, I love that. I love it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm in a completely different field, but I love uh -huh. the fact that everybody that I've spoken to, for example, they all have something very unique to say. And it's like two conversations so far that I've had. And it's yeah. the bigger, the, the, the aspect of thinking differently and thinking, obviously, being a bit futuristic in terms of what are you anticipating in your position, in your you know, in the small area of life that you have, what are you anticipating is going to take off in the next five, ten years? And I want whoever is going to listen to, obviously, these episodes and the trajectory of this uh, podcast is, you know, to spark an idea. And sparking an idea, it's not just, yeah, oh, that was a great show, that was a great conversation. Is moving beyond that. How do you innovate yeah, thank you better? About it. Exactly. So, yeah, given um, that, I think, yeah. yeah. So I think uh, just to add, just to add to to that, um, what you mentioned there, I think it's a. Uh, uh, technically, I've been asked a lot, like what I've studied and what yeah. led me to getting into this media space. And to be honest, I'm not, I'm not one that really has. Uh, much qualifications. In fact, I studied IT, yeah, and which is so far different from what I'm doing today. Yes, so I've I've been actually I've been told a lot that I'm a very driven person, and where does it come from? Is a very common question around my industry, and most people that studied media and marketing, like they. Most of them are not actually my peers because I'm actually in an industry where people are like five to ten years older than me and yeah. we're literally doing the same thing. So the question is always around why are you so young and doing such things? Like what's your drive? What's your motivation? And for me, it just comes back to this idea of innovating. Like you're saying, like I've always had that question in my head if not me then who you know if not now then when i always ask myself these questions so it's always been a driving force for myself and for my team every time we have a team meeting a team briefing i always say guys there's nobody else that's doing this thing and there's nobody else that's gonna do this thing like we are yeah yeah just to add to that uh what you mentioned earlier but Looking forward, um, I'm not really one to to make assumptions and anticipations as far as a decade because one thing I've learned is 
in the media space, things change and they change very rapidly. Same as IT, like with IT, we do certifications that are like three years. And after three years, literally it's not valid anymore. You have to redo whatever you were doing or you have to explore more options and upgrade on what you already know. So I live by that. I think uh, projection wise, I think in our industry, as far as we've come, uh, with high-end photography, for example, uh, corporates are really getting to understand that the value that we provide, because they are the, I would say, the A-listers in our market, because uh, corporates are the ones that drive the economy for the most part. So if we are not getting corporates, if we are not doing commercial gigs, then the industry is not going to grow, and financially it would be stagnant. So... I feel like they are catching up. They've, they've been, uh, I've worked with a few of the companies uh, through with, with, with my agency and a few of our other partners that we work closely with. We are working with top corporates, uh, the likes of Standard Bank. In fact, I just came back from a shoot earlier where we went yeah. to a mushroom production plant that is uh, funded by Standard Bank in collaboration with NASA, which is yeah. very enlightening. You know, so you, you can actually understand that, okay, awesome. uh, the industry is moving forward and corporates alike, other companies in the country and in the borders, beyond borders, actually understand, that, okay, the only way we build the industry is if we invest in the creatives. And exactly. the only way to invest in the creatives is to include them in what they are doing, you know. Yeah. So it's very good, very good to see and very fulfilling actually because like I mentioned the the project we're doing earlier so very fascinating because what they're doing is literally creating their they are producing mushrooms and then from the waste that is left from the mushrooms they used to to make bricks and these wow. bricks then are used for sustainable housing development projects in the country yeah. and yeah. It's, it's 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 a very good thing to see that yeah, the, the future for media, the future for content, the future for marketing, yeah. the arts, uh, people are really investing a lot in that. And I'm just actually glad to be one of the front runners to be involved in this process. So hopefully yeah. just looking to inspire the next person, the next generation as well. And yeah, just the future looks bright, definitely. Yeah, I love that. I love how, how you condense that. Um, sustainability is a whole other topic that I think will give birth to another episode. But um, staying on that, I think the driving force of that, or the the propelling of that, in, of 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 a trade, if you're doing it, you said your agency is at the forefront of it. Now let's suppose somebody who's you know you're not part of an organization. That's going to give me go go to our next question. What yes. we are talking about, for example, with within Billet, we are proposing mm-hmm. that within the next, which has already happened outside the country, outside of Africa, yes. amongst Africans, we're, we are, we're saying basically that the gig economy, the economy which your trade, which, which your agency happens to fall under, is going to take off mm-hmm. more in the next five, ten years um, as opposed to the traditional way of working. 
and the traditional way of working is the nine to five, you go into a physical place to do the work and whatnot. And yeah. that's one of our entry points, we think, Billy, to say that, look, as freelancers or this economy, give people the tools to actually become self-sustainable. They go out and do the work. They they have um, control of basically what, um, they have control of making their own living. And how they maximize that is completely in the hands of the person. That would propel any economy forward. This is obviously debatable, but that's really where we are. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that you, you are seeing the holistic picture as to how a creative um, or somebody who's, with, who's within the arts can, can still um, contribute immensely to, you know, to media or to whatever industry. Yeah, because it's things that I'm really passionate about. I mean, I've seen it really. I can, I can hear that. I can hear that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's um, one thing, like, when you're very passionate about something, it's, 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 very, it's very hard for you to just stick to, to that straight-to-the-point question, uh, that straight-to-the-point script. So, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's very... It's, <laughs> it's understandable, really. Yeah. And really, yeah... Okay, I don't want to go too too off topic, but um, yes, what we also pro- um, what we are projecting is that, um, and then I've spoken about this in our previous previous episodes with other guests that not everybody within the country, specifically because we're starting off in Namibia, and not everybody is going to be able to have a traditional job, right? So in in the bridge of actually wanting those that become self-employed or are freelancers or you know those are running agencies great for them but then what happens to the majority of people that still desire the traditional way of working right yes so in the absence of yeah. you yeah so in the absence mm-hmm. of you uh, of you having a full-time job while you're applying for jobs and looking at the market and waiting, we are proposing the entry point as a buffer to freelance. And if you really do desire to get into full-time, you at least are able to make a living with your freelancing gigs. If a client wants to hire you from the system, they can do that. And you, if you end up getting the job, you end up getting the job, and that means a little, it's an income for you. So yes. that's really yes. just... Yeah, an oversimplification of everything, basically. But I love the fact that you're seeing the holistic point of it, seeing how, you know, and that's the thing that Namibians, I think, are really underestimating how a creative has um, great impact towards an economy. It's in creating that, yeah, it's in creating that people are able to innovate, to create new products, creating new companies, and it's the it's the most it's the most crucial in um, I think um, industry that needs to be well fostered and needs to be well supported. So leading up to the next question, mm-hmm. what are your from everything that you have seen in your line of work, um, being a founder, being a co a co founder, and you know being a creative director? What are you anticipating in terms of needs with regards to recruitment? How are you currently hiring? If you need somebody to work with you, how are you currently doing that? What challenges have you observed? Um, yeah, let's let's start there. 
literally that's that's actually a very good question because just yesterday i was looking for somebody so there's a company that wants to hire us to do a job for them uh corporate photography and they want the job done in two towns at the same time and oh boy. you understand and our team is only based in ventuk and our team is literally going to be occupied in ventuk yeah. only so then it, it gives that challenge whereas now I've, I've been looking for somebody i've been making calls literally just calls asking about okay so how can i how can i do like get somebody to come in and yeah. have that sort of expertise that i'm looking for that kind of work and that kind of quality that kind of work ethic and the kind of quality that i'm looking for and that, can, yeah. that the client can appreciate so literally the question is very valid because just yesterday i was looking for somebody and yeah it's very hard to just find that's someone where where most people's portfolio is their instagram profile yeah and they actually people that are good in the country that know that quality work but their work is in published online as well so it's 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 a very difficult thing to just decide based on especially for me because i've been there starting out i've i've had a good looking instagram but not many corporate clients appreciated that because okay. now my audience was different at the time so yeah. it becomes a very difficult and a daunting task to really find that one person that's a perfect fit so i believe with your you guys platform and I've, i've checked it out like and i was yes. looking through it and i was like okay this is actually a very innovative thing and i spoke to one of our marketing consultants and he he literally laid down the challenges for me for you guys and he was like okay it's a very hard thing to do in namibia it can work cuz you guys are now like you're in you're in milan italy so it's very easy for you in italy to do because the infrastructure is totally different there and namibia is now classified as a third world country so very <laughs> hard to really get very hard to really get those resources moving here and he he made it very clear to me that yes this thing is doable so yeah yeah the platform for for me is really 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 great so when it comes to the the scope of work in terms of the perspective that people have in the country uh, it's very going to be very hard to get into that freelancing world full time especially but yeah. i think most people are missing the point that if you're not having a if you're not having multiple streams of income literally in our country right now like i i'm speaking from experience if you're not having multiple streams of income right now it's going to be very hard to survive like most of the time when i started out i had what one one business and then yeah one business started funding my other business which was a mistake at yeah. the time but it helped me enough to sustain myself both me and the yeah. business and yeah. moving forward like introducing new services into that current business i was having it helped me to actually be able now to not just sustain me and the business but my family as well you know yeah. so and it's through and it's through freelancing that i actually got that i actually started doing a corporate work so 
what most people don't know is we have yeah. uh, strategic partnerships in place. So Kasi Media Group has both marketing, creative agencies, and you know branding agencies as well that we work yeah. alongside with, you know, that we are partnered with. So in this, in the terms of the strategic partnerships, and one of the agencies that we work very closely with is RFC yeah. Creative Agency that is uh, owned by Reggie in Jay Zaire, yeah. who's a close friend of mine. And literally, the only way we were able to catapult, if I can put it that way, into this commercial industry so fast was because we got into that system of freelancing ourselves and hiring freelancers to work on multiple projects at the same time. Yeah. No. So, so the freelancing industry is it's very broad. So had we not done that, like he runs a team of seven, I run a team of seven together. We work together with marketing consultants who are individual yeah. individual consultants who also work for agencies. You know, that also yeah. outsource their yeah, their resources and their services to us. So in a small industry like Namibia, the only way we are able to reach that level of growth is by collaborating. And nobody can nobody can do it by themselves. Like I can say today, like proudly, RSC Creative Agency is the only agency in the country that works directly with corporate like directly yeah. with corporate, with, with no in-between people. Yeah. You know, all other agencies in the country are either marketing agencies or advertising agencies. And yeah. we also work with those agencies. For instance, we've worked with Ogilvy, we've worked with Advantage, yes. all this big, you know, all these big advertising agencies in the country. So now yeah. instead of them having to go around looking for, you know, creatives to work underneath them and stuff like that, they literally just hire us. They give us those contracts, and we we work yeah. on their on their regard. You know, so it's just a matter of collaborating, and that's literally where the freelance the freelancing industry is headed. So yeah, it's, it's very it's very hard to say for someone that is sticking to the traditional way of working, because yeah. you literally. There's no way you can survive on that one paycheck because most of the time, if you look at it, like everywhere in the news, you'd see, you know, people are complaining about pay yeah. cuts, retrenchments, you know, whereas they have degrees, they went to school and they don't have jobs. You know, just a few weeks ago, I put out a post yeah. on my Instagram. I was looking for uh, marketing interns and that in itself was not just for my business, not for just my agency, yeah. but for my, 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 my strategic partnerships that I have in place as well. Also just to make sure that, okay, we can help some of these creatives to at yeah. least get that, at least get that work experience as much as we can afford to pay everybody. We can at least help yeah. them to get that, that experience on the job so that they can see how things work, how freelancers are working together to create such certain things and get certain gigs. Whereas just sticking to the traditional way of working, like you go in for an interview and you're hired, you get a two-year or five-year contract. After the contract is done, then you have to renegotiate terms if you're lucky. If you're not, then you retrenched, you're back to square one. No, yeah. So the, 
Yes. The no. cake industry, for one, is literally the best at the moment to get into if you want to sort of both not just start a career, but also to make that living that you're looking for. Yeah. But you see, that's the thing that, um, and you, you, you spoke, you, you hit everything on the, on the nail because for a person to have that level of understanding, freelancing, yes, it, it may not be for everybody, but the holistic picture of it is that in the process of some people really are not cut out to be entrepreneurs. Not everybody is cut out to, yeah. to, to, to run an agency. It takes a, le- a certain level of perseverance for one and also just understanding the bigger picture of what it is you're building, right? So yeah. some people have not had the experiences that you had to propel you to the state where you are, to have the type of thinking that you have. And what we have proposed is a centralized area where people, uh, where freelancers have the visibility to at least stand a chance to get a job or to get a project. We don't currently have that. We have other marketplaces within the country that offer uh, freelance services, but it's our, our unique offering of it. I'm not going to detail it here, but our unique offering is in the sense that we're not too concerned about just taking off within a month. We yes. are working to provide um, to give ownership basically to the hands of the uh, to the hands of the customer, and with that mm-hmm. comes with a lot of market insights, with obviously tailoring the product and tailoring the the model as we are moving along. But the projection at, that we are holding in mind is that this the gig economy is here, and within Namibia, just as a lifeline, is something that you know for those that get it, they get it. And as most products have happened, or as most things has, hap- has happened in the in, in the world or on the continent, where people have missed the mark or missed a certain product, or um, they get left behind, unfortunately. And that is not yes, really true. up to us to decide. It's just you know to have the conversations, as you're saying, everything that you said. Somebody else is going to listen to this and be like, "Wait, hold up, what are they talking about?" And that is yes. why this podcast was created. That is why mm-hmm. I didn't want to wait for any other person to be like, I you want to have a conversation with you because I am onto something and everybody else outside the continent is already here. Me living in Milan has a very small part to play it because I have lived at home. I'm Namibian. I have the yes. direct, I've had the direct experiences of what it meant to look for a job. And it was so, so much easier for me in my day. I, I literally remember, um, when I graduated with my first degree, it took me a month mm-hmm. to get employed. I graduated yes. in April, a month of throwing in a lot of CVs, and then I ended up a month later at um, my former employer. We don't have that currently happening within the country. We have a lot of great graduates, which is amazing to see. It's great to, to acknowledge that you have achieved, but beyond that, that's a conversation that needs to happen. So... Oh, and I'm yeah, really. I just had a whole mind blown <laughs> moment. <laughs> brain spasms. Yeah, brain spasms. <laughs> so brain gasms. Yeah, that kind of sounds weird, but <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, this was lovely. I think uh, we've touched on most things that are really relevant, and uh, I'm gonna end it here.
And uh, yeah, this is going to give birth to obviously there's phases to this. It's not just a conversation and we stop here. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes. yeah, closing remarks. Right. That you want to, to say? Yes, I'm actually I'm actually just very um, grateful. I'm I'm not sure how long you've been following uh, me, especially on Instagram, but. I'm actually very grateful that you guys reached out because uh, I'm I'm one person that is always looking for platforms. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. I myself am I myself am building a platform for creatives right now. That's yeah. just evolving uh, into not just a creative director, not just a co-founder, but also just a an ecosystem, basically of yeah building and changing that narrative around Namibian creative professionalism and services and yeah. also just adding to adding to that entrepreneurship spirit in everybody because it's one thing like not everybody is an entrepreneur yes but I also didn't start out that way you know yeah. I also just had I also just had that feeling that okay you know I'm gonna I wanted a job. You know, I was thinking of doing accounting when I was back in high school and I shifted into IT when I left high school, you know, but it was that gap between me in high school and me going for tertiary education. That one gap, you know, people say, don't take a gap here, don't take a gap here, but I chose that and I got into media and here I am today, you know, as one of the go-to people for creative services in the country. So yeah. I feel like it's it's just ch- taking on the challenge. And it's one thing that I'm focused on, just, you know, inviting more people to just, you know, take that next step, do yeah. what everybody is not doing, you know, going against the flow. I actually need to tweet that. Just go against yeah. the flow, you know, exactly. do something different. No, try into that industry that you are like. I have I have a sister of mine who did biochemistry, and yeah. she's she she studied that. She couldn't find a job, and today she's busy doing project management focused around areas of that expertise that that she she studied. You know, which yeah. in itself is very interesting because now she's not just becoming she's not just thinking like an employee or someone that was going to be employed. Now she's thinking as a business owner, you know, an entrepreneur, someone that can actually make the skills go to work and get paid yeah. for it. You no, know? so yeah. I'm just in that trajectory, just influencing and inspiring the new generation to basically, okay, step out of your comfort zone, try something different. The traditional route yeah. is already not working, so yeah. you might as well just try something else. And the way forward there is literally entrepreneurship and freelancing for the most yeah. part. Yeah, but it takes courage as well, eh? Like, um, it takes courage for, for somebody to say that, look, okay, maybe me handing out all these multiple CVs ain't working. Let me try something else. Most people would never go against the, against the flow because it means going against your own conditioning, you know, your own way of which you have to go, you know, talking about psychological aspects. It's very deep, you know, your social circles, for example, if you have to step beyond all of that to, to say that you're going to start from scratch, it's scary for most people to do that. 
So the scariest one is the best one, though. Ah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. No corners. Um, I'm gonna end it here. All right. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, I actually enjoyed this. Hope we can do this more. Yeah, definitely. I'm truly excited, man. So to just wrap it up, thank you once more. Thank you for taking the time. Um, yeah, to be here and to put some of the gems, the gems that you just dropped, um, really just amazing. And we'll hopefully speak very soon. Thank you.